Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. All right, all right. Who they want listeners? How y'all doing? Podcast land. We got Jay Tatter here. And Big Dog Sap. And we got a beautiful, beautiful Miss Entrepreneur. Miss Simpson on. That's what I'm doing? Yes, you did. Absolutely, you know, she's definitely promoting wealth, entrepreneurship, and empowerment for the black community and black womenhood. She's here today on Entrepreneurship Mondays. Y'all give it up for Who They Want Podcast, season two premiere, baby. Yes, yes, man, this beautiful queen here, she got jack all traits I read about, you know. Absolutely. So many talented issues that she covers, so many things that she's doing and representing very well, I must say. And it's a pleasure to have you on Who They Want podcast. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Miss, I got a few questions I want, I want to ask you about. A few things that you in. Are you willing to answer? Whatever you ask me, I got an answer for you. All right, all right. I have one question about the clothing brand. You know, what made you okay. Do this, uh, what made you do this so fast? And plus, well, well, one thing is I have been a plus a plus size woman my whole entire life, like since I was a kid. And I think that it's very important for women that look like me to have somewhere to go to look good and feel good. I think when you look good, it makes you feel good. So that was one of the things that was very important to me. I'm, I'm me. I love plus size women. I'm, I'm happy to be married to a plus size woman, and she said plus size can be like stores can be deceptive with that plus size term. Meaning, but they plus size clothes on to go up to two X and you know three X. When you say plus size, like what are your sizes? Um, when I say plus size, I think of a woman any size from a 12 to about a 26, um, and even sometimes extended past that. And these days and times, more women are plus size than not. So I think that everyone should have somewhere that they can go that makes them feel comfortable, that makes them look good, that they can find something that they, they're not going to look like a grandma going to church all the time. Because we don't always want to look like a grandma going to church. We want to look good. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Respect. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. She's calling y'all big businesses out, man. Absolutely. Definitely got to represent for, you know, what the true definition of plus size is. We ain't talking about that. I'm skinny and petite. I got to go in the bathroom and throw up and then come back out because I think I'm fat. Yeah, we talking about real plus size. Like real plus size who don't mind being plus size, who know they plus size, who are comfortable with plus size. And we want to look good just like everybody else. Another question. What's the goal for the business this year? Y'all headed. Um, well, as far as with the plus size clothing, I put that on hold just a little bit. Um, I also own a spa, 
So um, I'm really focused on that at the moment. Um, and I'm also getting into the trucking business. So I've been working really hard on building the trucking business. This year has really been focusing on the spa. Like I'm all about everybody feeling and looking good. So with the spa, it's more like corrective skincare for African-Americans. Um, I think that we don't take care of ourselves as good as we should, especially as black women. So we need somewhere where we can go, we can trust the person, we can trust the person who's actually providing the service for us, who's gonna help us again look good. Because again, my whole model with everything I do is making people feel good. And when you look good, that alone will make you feel a whole lot better. That's the goal. I love that goal. And I've heard many great things about your services. So, you know, I wouldn't just call it just one of these pop up services that people just talk about or just promote on social media because they know who that person is. I think your representation, you know, protects your credibility of who you are as a businesswoman. Well, and that's one thing that I focus on. I want to be very credible. Like, I don't want it to be a thing of, like, people come to me because I'm popular. I want it to be a thing to where people come to me and they get just what they need. So if you're having issues with your skin, like, some people are um, so self-conscious about their skin. They have low self-esteem because of their skin, and it makes me feel good when I fix that for you. So that's one of the main things of, again, everything is centered on making the other person feel good about themselves. So I don't want to be some fly-by-night pop-up, you come and get a facial me this month, and next month I'm gone. I want to be a thing of where like you know I'm going to always be here and when they come in they are my friends we sit we talk we chat we talk about things that pertain to skin and things that just pertain to regular life that's what I'm talking about not only is you coming to get the skin care and things of that and that you also want that person comfortable enough where they can clear their mind in the process that's dope super dope right so once they come to me, we friends now. So you feel comfortable when you walk in these doors. You know that you're going to get exactly what you're paying for. You're going to be satisfied. I want you to be satisfied with the service that you receive. Absolutely. That's incredible. And, you know, so the, um, what you have, what is the Fat Girls Incorporated? Can you kind of explain a little bit about that? Or is that well, just something you put yes. on hold? No, well, uh, well, it's all because of COVID, but it's a um, plus-size group for young ladies ages 8 to 18. Um, FAST stands for fashionable and trendy. Um, and so it's for young ladies who, you know, deal with self-esteem issues or maybe just don't even know, you know, how to dress proper undergarments and different things like that. And I think it's something that young girls need, and I, I specifically target a specific group of young ladies because I want them to have somewhere where they can come and feel comfortable. So it's specifically for plus-size young ladies. But like I said, ages 8 to 18, so we get them while they're young, we want to build their self-confidence, we want to build their self-esteem, we want them to feel just as good about themselves as anybody else. That's awesome. Amen. Uh, I have another question for you. How do one get into, like, skincare treatment? Like, see me, I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't take care of my skin at all. Like, uh, but... It was at a point I was trying to. I just didn't know where to go, like where to look. You'll look on YouTube, and you could tell that person know way more than me. And ain't a lot of you. I don't like sitting there, you know, feeling like the dumb guy. In the room. So when I'm watching that video, I feel super dumb. Like I feel like I feel like I'm not gonna get nowhere for this person. You know? And I think that's a problem with a lot of things. Like, people have to be relatable. So I break things down. Um, we offer teen facial services. We offer facials for men. And I break it down to where you can understand it. Okay, this is what you need to use. This is what we're going to do. Once we do that, we're 
gonna move on to the next step instead of giving you a bunch of stuff at one time and you all confused and now you go home you don't know what to do so the, the, the main thing is giving it to them real basic starting at the bottom okay you don't have a skincare routine at all so we're gonna start with you a basic skincare routine and as you get better with that then we'll add on to that as you go so also uh, like a basic care team like we're gonna be we're gonna come in there we're gonna figure it out we're gonna get the same done together yeah, we're going to come up with a plan because we're going to put you on a plan to where you want to come back to see me every month. You're going to see these results, so you're going to keep coming. I'm going to give you things that you understand, things that you can do at home, so it won't be so hard because a lot of times people give up on stuff when they don't understand what they're supposed to be doing. I agree. Yeah, especially for men, black men in particular, I ain't going to lie, we're some of the most stubborn when it comes to... Yes, y'all are. Yes, y'all are. Yes, y'all are. We're going to accept our faults on that. Yes, y'all are. Don't listen. I'm talking about just don't listen. But I have two sons. Um, I have a 17 and 19-year-old son. So a lot of the things that I have to tell them, I have to teach to my men clients. So it's a little more easier for me to translate because I know what, you know, men go through. Exactly. So you said being a mother has helped father your, your career, basically. Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, being a mother teaches you hustle. Being a mother teaches you, you know, grind. Being a mother teaches you how to, and especially being a mother of boys, being a mother of black men. And I have a really good friend that's a black man um, who, you know, he does a lot of skincare treatments and different things like that. Um, he was even in my commercial for me. So it's easy for me to translate, you know, those things to other men after I deal with them with my son and, you know, the guys that are in my life. That's dope. I can dig that. So the goal right now is to take the spa. How far? Like how far are you trying to take the spa? So this spa is going to be. I'm going to. I I imagine at least four locations in Jacksonville, um, and then I want to expand into other areas of Florida and then all over the country if I can. Well, I will expand all over the country. Um, there I you also go. To have a state school. Um, a lot of times people go to estate school to learn to be a esthetician. They learn the bare minimum, and I don't think that's right. So one of the one of my for next year is to open up an estate school as well. Oh man, well, you a very busy lady. We glad to see time off us. Like absolutely, right. like that's a lot you have to work with and balance out and be a mother at the same time. Oh, man. The mother of two hard head teenagers. <laughs> don't leave that part out. <laughs> I just got to give my salute to you, you know, for handling your business and, you know, keeping the integrity behind it as well. Like, you don't find too many strong, leadable type of women in your position that can do all those things and, you know, feel like I haven't accomplished enough yet. And it's not, it's not easy. And I think um, people make it easy. You know, we got social media Everybody's on social media. Everybody see people at their stage 10, but they don't show. And that's one of the things that I pride myself on, um, showing people what it looks like at stage one, stage two, stage three. This has always been something I've always been. And I talk about this a lot. I've been to jail seven times. I've been like, this ain't the life that I've always lived, you know? And so this thing has just transitioned in the last two going on three years. And I like to show people that, that it don't come overnight. Like it takes a lot of hard work. A lot of times I'm tired. A lot of times I don't want to do it, but I keep pushing. And that goes back to me being a mother. Like if I don't feed these kids, I got two big boys too. And they like to eat. And I got to do what I got to do to feed these kids. 
definitely respect that. Talking about your background, so what? What in your background made you think like, dang, I don't like where I'm at right now. I want to do something different. Like, I wanna, I wanna become an entrepreneur. I can't work for nobody. I always think I I think I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um I would have jobs, I would go on lunch break and then I'd come back. Like working for somebody just never worked for me. And I watched my mom, my mom, I'm my mom's youngest child. I just turned 39 last Monday. And she still works three jobs. I knew that was not the life that I wanted to live. She could never come to any football game. She could never come to see me in the band. She could never come do anything. And I knew that was stuff that I wanted to be able to do with my kids. So I knew my father's entrepreneur um, has been an entrepreneur for the last maybe like 20 years. So I watched him. I could go to his job at any time and say, come on, daddy, let's go to lunch. He can get up and go. When I got his mom, who I got to tell three months ahead of time, hey, we doing this. And I know that's not, you know, that was not like that I wouldn't live. So I didn't know how it was going to come, but I knew it was going to come. I kind of fell into skincare. Um, skincare was never my thing. Like, I never liked the makeup or anything. This all started um, back in, like, 2013, 14. Um, and honestly, I got into it. I thought I wanted to do makeup. And I thought I wanted to do makeup. My kid's dad kept cheating on me with this lady. And the, the lady, I used to stalk her page off my friend's Facebook page. And she knew how to cook crabs and she wore makeup. So I learned how to cook crabs and I learned how to do makeup. Because I just knew, you know, the only reason why he could possibly be cheating on me is because she knew how to cook crabs and she wore makeup. So I learned how to do makeup. And then I wanted to go. So I was going to school to learn how to do makeup. But while we were in school, we started learning about all these different um, skin disorders and diseases. And I just began to like it. And then I still never knew that it was going to turn into this what it is now. Like, I just, I wanted, I knew it was something that I wanted to do, but I could never imagine the road that it has taken me to hold. Well, glad to see you on this new path, man. Glad to see that. Man, that's so much inspiration. I'm made like, amen. So I'll see your moms though, like they have. Oh man. Yeah, she's she's a hard worker. If I didn't learn anything else from her, it was to learn to be a hard worker. Like she works and she still, like I said, she still does that right now today. And I just knew that, you know, like um, this is not what I want my life to look like. I feel you. Shout out to the moms. Waking up and getting three jobs. Come on now. I mean, and then to, you know, pass it on to a next generation that says, I got to have that same determination to get out and hustle and don't just, you know, accept some rinky-dink job. No disrespect to that particular job, but just to say, I can't do a nine-to-five on somebody else's clock and think that's going to be my way of living for the rest of my life. All right, and that's another thing that keeps me going because um, I want to get her off of those jobs. So I know I got to have a good enough job for her, for her to be able to say, okay, I can let all these jobs go because I know I have this set income coming in. So that's one of the things that, you know, that, that is my dream and that I'm going to make happen. I think that I, that'll make me proud of me when I can stop her from working those jobs. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. It's about being a generational web now, like, What's the plan for the future? Like I, I stress that a lot with a lot of people. Like, and you think like you think your son's gonna take it over once you, once you really sit down like the next fifteen years, you have made a couple million. You gonna hand it to the sons? Or what, what you gonna do with it? Well, I don't think they want to take over this. One of my do- one of my sons um wants to be a dog breeder, so we got some books on that, and we're starting with that. I hate dogs, and at first I didn't want to accept it, but I mean that's what he wants to do. So I've started him 
um, reading books about it, and um, I connect him with a couple of people who read dogs now, so he can start, you know, and make sure that's something that he really wants to do. And if he wants to do it, I got his back 100%. And my other son, um, he's currently, my oldest son, he's currently um, doing his preparation to go be a merchant seaman. So the goal for him is, like I said, I'm getting into the trucking business. So that'll be something that I'll be able to share with them. Um, but mama gonna make it happen for them. I, I want to make sure that they have something that they'll always have that is theirs. They can pass down to their kids and we can have, you know, so we can always get up and go to lunch and we get ready. So I think that's part of the thing. It's not about like the money or anything like that. It's having the freedom to be able to do whatever you want to do when you want to do it. That's, that's definitely one of the major things about being an entrepreneur. These, I think these jobs are too strict. Like, I feel like, you know, we put too much expectations on on workers. Like, like I know somebody who work at McDonald's, and they be sick a lot, but they gotta get up and go to their job because their job only gonna let them out so many days before they lose their job. You know? like, yeah, and that's that's not and like I need to be able to. Hey, if I I'm, I I went to Atlanta um Saturday, I came back this morning. I'm going to Mexico on Friday. I'm coming back on Tuesday. I need to be able to go wherever I want to go. I was telling my friends today they laughed at me because I said, I don't believe working on birthdays. Like every job, you can't do that. Like I'm never going to work on a birthday again in my life. Like that's that's not because I don't believe in working on birthdays. Like a birthday is a national holiday to me. So if I don't want to go to work on my birthday, you not like that's not going to work for me. Like And I quit jobs because of that. And I mean, not telling nobody to quit their job now. Listeners, if y'all listen, I ain't telling y'all to go quit your job. What I am saying is you have to figure out the things that you want in life and you have to figure out the way that you're going to be able to do those things. Freedom is big for me. So I had to figure out how could I have the freedom that I desire. And this, this gave me that. Wow, man, that's fantastic. You know, I take my hat off to you most definitely just for having that passion and heart that you do have. Uh, question about the trucking business. The trucking business, like you're gonna do like cargo, like like you can you elaborate on that or like is this it's in the works so you can't really speak on it. Well I can speak on it. Um actually okay so one part of it is gonna be actually I've, I'm purchasing some trucks. So I'm gonna have like it's gonna be cargo. Um I'm starting with um box trucks. So it'll be small cargo like Amazon, different things like that. And then the second part of it is a drug testing center for truck drivers. So they'll be able to get to come in and get their truck, their drug testing, different things like that done. So I'm getting that set up as we speak. And that is the thing that I'm going to have my mom to run. So she'll be in charge of like hiring the people who actually conduct the drug testing, yeah. different things like that. Oh, that's going to be like super, super awesome. Like that's changing the game. She just basically told you, nah, we ain't becoming a truck driver to drive. Like, for that other traditional purpose that people become truck drivers like she changing the game and putting a business into a business like that's super that's dope amazing and i like how she hired a mother that's amazing you know I mean? keep the keep the money in the family now that's amazing definitely <laughs> and what people don't want to say you keep the money in the family you got to worry about the family i actually use the money see how that go ha. <laughs> i like that principle i just want you to remember us when you we see you on that Black men, like black men, like I got y'all. I got y'all. I got you. You heard it from who they want podcast first, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, she's definitely gonna be a being now. You can't deny that, man. Oh, no, that's already in the making. She did, she got a hand in everything, man. 
Definitely. I definitely believe in multiple streams. Like you can't get rich for one stream. So you definitely need income coming in from different places. And if COVID hasn't taught me anything else, it taught me that like we were shut down for months. It's like, what else are you gonna do if you can't do this one thing? Like, what do you, I don't believe in putting out your eggs in one basket. You gotta spread them out. And I think that's where we come up short sometimes. Like a lot of people put all of their eggs into their job. They go there to under five. They feel like they're making good money, so they don't want to do anything else. But I'm, I'm like a side. I, I, even if with the job, you should always have a side hustle. You should always have something with some other income coming in. Because if you lose that job today or tomorrow, like what else are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. If you got something to tell your younger self right now, like if you can go back and tell your younger self anything, what would you tell yourself? Probably just it's gonna get easier. Don't give up. It's gonna get easier. I don't think I had a easy life. Like things were real hard for me. But I think going through those things made me the person I am. If I had not lost all those jobs, if I had not been fired, if I had not been in jail, if I had not gotten into all the things I got into, I don't think I would be as, as resilient as I am. So I think those things made me into the person I am. I think I had to go through those things for me to be strong enough to handle the things that I'm handling now. Because the life that I'm living now, I could not have handled it ten years ago. I wasn't prepared. I was not ready. And I think that a lot of people get into things and that they're not prepared for. And that's why they can't handle them and they fail because they don't prepare themselves for the things that they think they want. That's real spell. I feel like a lot of people think because social media, social media will have you thinking like you see these kids like me, I'm I'm 21. I see a lot of them 21. I'm like, man, he got a million. He got a million. He got a million. But then I sit around and think about it like Man, all lives are totally different. Like, I'm saying he got a million because I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna knock him because like he have to hustle as hard as me because his parents set him up in a situation that was better than mine. No disrespect to him and and how he was raised. You know, he was just raised a little bit better than me. He had a little bit more opportunity than me. I ain't mad at him for that. I'm just saying like I can't be out here trying to compare my life to his if the opportunities were different and his route was a little bit easier than mine. That's why I don't hate on nobody because I know we all got a route that we're taking. Yep. And, and, and the roles are different. And I think that's another thing that affects a lot of people these days. I've seen a thing that said comparison is the thief of joy. And it is because if you're constantly comparing what you have to what somebody else has, sometimes you'll always have more than you. But just as many people that have more than you, that many people have less, have less than you. So you can't compare what you have to what somebody else has. And like you said, everybody's roles are different. I was raised by people who sold dope. You know, my parents, my my parents, my grandparents, my both my granddad died. They were they were drug dealers. Like and they weren't drug dealers. They you know they were big time. So that was what I was raised around. But again, that taught me hustle. That taught me hustle. That taught me you know that made me who I am. And I'm I'm good with that. Absolutely. I know that's not, and, it, and it showed me that that was not the life that I wanted my children to live. So in order for my children not to live that life, I have to show them something different. I feel like a lot of people cop out with those. They're like, man, it ain't, easy, it ain't an easy hustle by any means. But man, if you've been selling dope for 10 plus years and you're not putting that money towards leaving the trap house, man, you got to find you something else to do. You just like, you just like the appeal of that life. Cause, man, that, that life is especially. Especially in these days and times, it's not the same as it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. So you can't just sell drugs for the rest of your life. Like you have to have some other backup plan. You have to be investing that money in something and having a plan of okay, how you gonna get out of that? Exactly. It's all about the next step. Like I think, I yep. think three steps ahead. Like, and uh, I feel like people who don't think three steps ahead, man, like 
you have a way of and and honestly that's with anything that you're in that's even with like in my spa business like i'm always thinking about okay what am i going to do next what am i going to put out next that's going to set me apart from the other people okay just like with my aesthetic school we don't here in jacksonville we don't have a lot of aesthetic schools um and the ones that we do have they shitty can I cuss on this podcast? I'm sorry. Oh, no, this is definitely no scripts, no filters, none of that. You did speak your mind. Yeah, they're, they're shitty and they do not cater to African Americans. So we have to have a place where we can go, we can feel comfortable, and we learn the things that we need to learn. And that's the next thing on my list. And that's going to be something huge. So once I get this trucking thing set up, that's going to be the next thing I'm working on. Definitely respect that. They're not on the same level as you. That's how you got to think like that. I like that. Because she's her own mind, you know. We don't have that rarity no more of people really trying to say, I'm going to do my hustle because this is what I'm bred from. And you trying to do the hustle because this is what you saw on TV to do. And we cut from a different cloth. I like how she's trying to stick out, like, and she, and you can tell it's naturally. A lot of people try to stick out, but they trying too hard. It's not them. Be original. It's all about being yourself. It's cheaper to be you. Lesson learned. You know what I'm saying? Especially with us starting a podcast together, like, you know, we had to deal with all the negativity of people already trying to assume how two Florida boys just gonna link up and do like a whole podcast and then make it successful. They ain't gonna care what they say, man. It's all about what we wanna do. You did who they want. <laughs> so miss, we see that you busy and you got a lot going on. How do you how do you relax after a long day of overthinking and getting business done? Well, for one thing, I I'm a firm believer in self care. Like I make sure I go get massages, I make sure I get facials, I make sure I take care of me. Um, I love me a good hookah lounge. I'm at a hookah lounge right now. So, um, I I I do things. I like to travel. Um, so this year has been really like, ugh, because, you know, we ain't been able to go nowhere. But as soon as they said it was open, I'm like, okay, I'm not sure. Like, I do things. I figured out what makes me happy, and I make sure at least once a week I do something that is going to feed my soul. I can't give anybody else anything if I don't have anything in me. So I take time for myself, and I don't, and I don't, you know, I make sure that if I do nothing else, I take care of me. Yes, ma'am. So with being in the Business and being in the business of self care, self care like every day is something new come out that can help you. And like, how do you def- like defer between something that's gonna help your customers or something that's just like good for? They say it's good, but I don't think it's good for my people. I don't think it's good for what I'm trying to do with my self care business. Like every day, some new self care tools come out, or some new self care product come out. Or some man, it, it's too many products out here. That people say good for you. How do you decide? That ain't really good. Yeah. Yeah. How do you decipher through those for your business? Please pardon the interruption. We're having a brief technical difficulty at the moment, but she'll be back with us momentarily. I. I'm here. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> well, one thing um, I do is um, I specialize in correcting skincare for African Americans. So I don't care what somebody else is doing. I don't care what nobody else is offering. I don't care if I don't think that is good for the audience and for the clients that I cater to. I'm not gonna do it. Like it's just that's just not me. Again, that goes by the integrity. I don't need something that's just gonna make me a quick book. I need something that's gonna be long lasting. 
I like satisfied customers. I don't like people to come back because they're unsatisfied. That's one thing that I do not, you know, I want people to feel like they are getting what they paid for. So it's my job to make sure that I'm providing them with the best service. That's understandable. I definitely can contest to, you know, understanding that. And that's that's just how it should be for here on out. Like like you were speaking on how COVID has really changed the direction of a lot of people's mindsets and the way they treat businesses. Now we've we've actually got hit with a play that basically stopped us from going to regular businesses that we probably would spend, let's just say, big thousands of dollars in. And now we've been stuck with online deliveries and handling business from you know smaller smaller corporations i would say i think covid is a major abrupt um it was a time for you to like get um innovative you had to figure out like so what i did one of the things that i did with um during covid was okay we had to close down my clients can't come in for facial services so i put together skincare kits at home facial kits so they can buy those offline they can come by drop by pick them up and different things like that so they can still have their skincare routine and have that same facial at home so that that was one of the things that that you know like i was like okay how can i make sure that my clients are still being taken care of because it's still my job and my responsibility to make sure they're getting what they need so that was one of the things that was big for me okay what do i need to do to make sure they are taken care of my biggest job is making sure i take care of my clients so I put that skincare kit together and everybody loved it. All right. Sometimes you, like you say, becoming an ultimate hustler, you do have to think outside of that box and just, you know, step into this universe of like, hey, supply and demand. But, you know, if your clients are going to be the representation of you, then you put that same amount of love, care, and honesty into your clients as you would do yourself. So I can commemorate that. And and another thing is what I've learned people, what social media is good, but word of mouth is better. So you want people to be able to go say, hey, I got a good service here. This person does an amazing job because people are going to listen to other people who have experienced that thing. So you want to make sure that your client's word is going to be a good word for you. Because you, when you get one bad person to say something, something to say, somebody to say one bad thing about you, that can destroy your whole entire business true statement very true statement you know i don't think a lot of people really focus on that they just try to brush that off and don't realize you just lost the biggest percentage a lot of times people just laugh at one percent like that's not a whole lot but one percent could have been like a million people that you just lost that could have came and add to the whole equity of the whole business correct and i think that people don't take don't they take it lightly so it's like oh okay i don't care about them saying that's bad about me and a lot of people say like all oh, this is good for this but i don't believe that i think that i want the best position that i can have i want people to always speak highly of me i want people to always say good things about me i don't want people to be like oh i went to her one time and this didn't work out or this didn't happen and things like that i want people to know that oh no you don't go there you don't get just what you need what can you do about the people that some, sometimes people are impossible for you like like I have my fair share of people, they just going, they're going to die on you regardless. Bro. They're going to die on you because they see that you got more drive than them. And that's just good. How do you find a way to like keep a calm mind when you're in a lose-lose situation? Meaning you're not going to please this person, but you know you're doing your best. Now, here's the thing. You can't make everybody happy. That's, that's never going to happen. You can't make, but you do the best that you can do. And as long as you know you gave them 
the best service that you can give them. If one person, if, if 10 people are saying, oh no, that didn't happen to me, that one person, sooner or later, they'll, they'll get on the, the train. They'll get on the train. And it happens a lot. Like a lot of times people are like, oh no, she's not that good. She's not this. My work speaks for itself. I can show you the people who can I fix. I've show, I can show you the people who I have made feel better about themselves, who I've corrected acne, who I've corrected, you know what I'm saying? I, I know the service that I'm giving and I make sure I give that service across the board. So if you're not happy with it, it's usually because you didn't do what you're supposed to do or just because you just want to be an asshole. You know, it's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Hey, at least you able to acknowledge that and keep it 100. <laughs> I told my, I told, told Big Dog the other day, I said, trust what you see, man. Like, you got to trust in yourself, man. Like, just because a thousand people don't believe me, if you know your work is amazing, you just got to trust in it. True story, you did break that down to me. And yeah, and you just I keep pushing, you just keep giving, you just keep giving that best work. And sooner or later, it's gonna it's gonna cover up that stuff that people are saying is not good. If you keep uh, operating with integrity, you keep pushing, you keep giving what you know is a good product. Sooner or later, people are gonna be like, oh nah. You know, every time you at every restaurant, everybody don't like every restaurant. Everybody don't like Chick fil A, but look how many people do like Chick fil A. So I guess we can honestly say it's all about don't knock it till you really give it a try and judge for yourself type of segment. Correct. So I got a question. If I was to start a business today, what would you give? Like, what advice would you give me today? Yeah, that but one, one thing, you do what makes you happy. If it's something that you really want to do, don't let nobody tell you, oh, that's not going to work. You know, a lot of times we have a lot of naysayers around us. You have to put yourself in circles of people who are positive and who are going to feed your soul, people who are doing things that you aspire to do. Because if you're all, you around a bunch of negative people or you around a bunch of people who ain't never did nothing for themselves, they're going to always try to talk you out of what you can do because they ain't never did it. So that's one thing. You find your passion. If you do what you love, the money will come. And that's one thing I believe in. If you do what you love, if you find something that you're really passionate about and you put that passion behind it, it's going to work out. But it has to be something that you want to do, not something you're doing just because you see somebody else doing it and making money off of it. So Definitely took that into consideration. I got another question. So Go ahead. You're in big, big women fashion. You said you got some big sons, you know? You're a mother, you're a mother of boys. We're going to get some big man clothing. Ain't no big man clothing sites out here. Ain't no big man clothing out here. Now, here's the thing about that. I've, I've, I've been working with my sons to try to do that because that's, some, that's, not, that's not my passion. So I don't believe in doing things that I'm not passionate about because just you, as soon as when it gets hard, you're going to quit. So I've been trying to get my sons to look into that more um, or either other guys that I know because that's something that I'm, that, that's not a passion for me. So I don't want, I don't do things that don't feed my soul. Like I can get up and go do facials every single solitary day for free. That's how I know that's something that I really want to do because I can do it for free. And if we find something like that, I don't feel like I'm going to work. I feel like I'm going here today to socialize with my friends. We're going to have a good time and I'm going to make them feel better while they're here. So that's the thing. You have to find a thing that you're passionate about. There you go. There y'all go, young entrepreneurs, man. Find something you're passionate about. Money is not a passion, man. 
And like I said, if you do what you love, if you do what you love, the money gonna come. You ain't gotta go chase no bag. You ain't gotta chase no money. It's gonna come to you. You attract the things that you want. You you make those things come to you. If it's something that you are really passionate about, you turn into a magnet. They start falling into your lap, and you get to wondering, like, damn, where this come from? I love that. Man, you the first entrepreneur I've ever heard say something like that. You know, do what you love, man. The money gonna come. Let's do what you love. A lot of That's really nice. Nowadays, so they ain't putting their heart into it. I, I feel like you put your heart into your work because a lot of people are just chasing the bag. And like you said, if you can do faces for free and you can still enjoy it, oh, you got to enjoy something like that. Because I'm pretty sure faces ain't easy. And then, oh, it, you know. it's not. And dealing with people. Like, I, I usually see about 15 to 17 clients per day. So that's 15 to 17 different people that I'm dealing with on a daily basis, plus the people that actually work for me. So that's dealing with a lot of people every day. Like, you have to be a strong individual to be able to deal with something like that on a daily basis. But because I love it so much, it's easy for me. Love that. I love that attitude. As well. Wrapping up. Okay. Um, is there anything you want the listeners to, you know, kind of know, or is there some business tips or anything you want to leave at this moment before we Besides, do? Go check out, man. Like, go check out for yourself. Y'all heard of her? She sound amazing. You know, I'm pretty sure the work is amazing. And Absolutely. And the work speaks for yourself. Um, for yourself, you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Glam Beauty Bar Spa. That's Glam Beauty Bar Spa. Uh, we're here located in Jacksonville, Florida. If you have any safety concerns, if you just want to take a day of rest and relaxation, we offer plenty of services for women and men. We offer facials, detox services, back facials, split detoxes. Um, vaginal steaming, um, ear candling. We're about to start offering teeth whitening. I just want everybody to feel good from the inside out. And if you are an entrepreneur, are you thinking about being an entrepreneur, do it. Don't let anybody shrink your dreams. If it's something that you know that you want to do, don't you make nobody stop you from doing that. Because most of the time, people telling you what you can't do is because they don't believe they can do it. So you get yourself around circles. You see that table of people who believe in you and they believe in themselves. And that'll help you go a long way as well. Hey, man, have the right team around you, man. You can't have a bunch of naysayers, dudes hating on you because they know you better than them. Hey, man. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Who They Want Podcast, season two premiere. Hey, man, glad to have you, man. Glad to have you. Thank y'all for having me. It's our pleasure. I'm going to let you get back to your life. Well, thank you. Enjoy the rest of y'all night. You too. Bye-bye. All right.